Welcome to Life on Mars and Happy New Year, everybody. I'm Alex, CEO and founder of Mars Based. And in this episode, I will be going over the year that we just uh, wrapped up, 2022, and some predictions for 2023. What can you expect from the company, from this podcast, from our events at Startup Grind, and whatnot. So, so many surprises. Let's start with going over 2022. What has happened for us? We are you know, and a bit of a bittersweet moment because it has been for one a historical year at Mars Base. Three years in a row, we have been crushing our goals of revenue and profit. So this year, this past year hasn't been an exception. We just went slightly over the two million mark in revenue, which is a big historical landmark for us, and big moment for first-time entrepreneurs like Jordi, Chavi, and I. First company, completely bootstrapped, financially independent, always growing organically, no shortcuts whatsoever. So this is very, this is truly emotional for us because if I have to be honest, when we started the company, we didn't think we were going to last this long. And in a couple of months, we'll be turning nine. So nine years for a, for a first time company. It's very surprising. It is not the normal I would say, but we are completely over the moon with what is happening at Mars Space and how the team is performing, how everybody is liking and loving the company and living our values. Because as a matter of fact, last year, we didn't lose anybody in the team, which is also completely strange for a technological company, even though we were paying, and I don't know if that's correct to say, but under the, under the market um, salaries, not because we wanted, because we just slept in our laurels. Um, we had been paying above the market for many years, but for some years we didn't seem to take a look at the salaries. And, and that's something surprising because people stayed in the company anyways. We, we offer other things, of course, but that's one of the things that we corrected in the, in the company in 2022. It was a historical year, as I said, because we broke the records of of revenue, of profit, but also because we managed to upsell all of our clients, all of them, no exception, to new prices. We corrected the prices. We were definitely cheaper than we should have been because for so many years, we took the maybe the wrong decision of not increasing prices every year, like every other company, I would say, even though every other provider and service rates the prices to the clients, right? For instance, like you're paying more for your apartment, you're paying, paying more for your office space, you're paying more for gas, for electricity, for petrol, for pretty much everything you're paying more. But developers, I don't know, maybe it's imposter syndrome, maybe it's because we are uh, rookies, I would say, maybe because we are naive, we didn't update the prices. And so that, that kind of like created a negative um, a vicious circle in which every year the difference between what we were charging and we should have been charging was wider. And therefore, the, the gap that we had to bridge last year was pretty big. It was pretty surprising for some clients. And so that's why we decided that every year would be incrementally increasing a little bit the prices, even if it's something symbolic and testimonial, so that we don't have to do it every like five years and then it's uh, 10, 20, 30 Euro per hour difference with the old price, right? That in turn allowed us to increase the salaries to the team. So that's something that we are happy to do. And 
And not only that, because we all we also had a very, very profitable year, we decided to split our revenues for the first time in history with our employees. So 2022 was really good in terms of company, in terms of financials. We met again for the first time after too long, after two years and a half, we met in our Martian days are back to being offline. We had an excellent company retreat in Asturias in northern Spain for um, three, four, five days, depending on the person. We we went back to, to offline events with Startup Brands. This is something that, you know, it's been great for us. The only thing that is perhaps not as great and, and, and is the economic landscape and the social landscape that we've got out there. It's been a very harsh year for people in terms of mental issues, for people who lost their jobs in the technological layoff season, but also we have seen the rippling effect in other sectors and in other countries. And so we are seeing more people, more and more people losing their jobs or losing some of the perks. The remote has been revoked at many, many companies. Um, some people have seen their salaries cut. Other benefits to their work has been have been cut as well. So that's been terrible. There's been a lot of layoffs. There's been a lot of companies downsizing because investment is now more expensive than ever. Valuations are plummeting. And therefore, a lot of companies are not able to raise money as much as they used to or even raise money at all. And so it is bitter for us, but we have lost some of our clients because they had to downsize, they had to cut costs, and they couldn't afford having an external team anymore. And therefore, I mean, we look forward to their <clears throat> recovery. We look forward to working with them again. But it's a mind, it's a mindset shift. And therefore, companies who only invest in growth and not so much in profitability will have a very hard time. So that's why it's ever so important to uh, reach profitability or to be financially independent Therefore, these things will not affect companies like us because we're financially independent, profitable from day one, and completely bootstrapped. But mostly startups, and 99% of startups, they just raise funds, and they try to look for product market fit before they hit scale. And then eventually, they, they worry about profitability well beyond their Series A, right? Maybe now it's time to change this approach, to change this mindset, and be always close to profitability. Maybe not entirely profitable, but... Be close to profitability because you don't know what's going to happen. We are having more and more disgraces. We're having more and more crisis with a with a shorter cadence every time. So the thing is like we are not able to plan for long-term things anymore. Jason Calacanis put it best in his podcast and this week in startups, I believe paraphrasing somebody else, saying that this year investors are going into a less silly, more dilly approach, right? So less happy ideas, less um, all investing in growth, less uh, moonshots and and more profitable projects, more auditing, more due diligence so that we can avoid things like FTX and other fiascos in the industry. But enough uh, for this subject, because I, I believe that this is a matter for another episode of the podcast. I think Overall, 2022 has been pretty catastrophic for business, for pretty much everyone. If you take a look at the stonks, they have always been in red. 
there's been uh, there's a war raging in several parts of the war uh, of the world, not only Ukraine. Um, there's a, there's been the layoff season. There's been the, the the fiascos. There's been Elon Musk taking over Twitter and just firing all the like half of these his staff and things like that. I believe it's been pretty harsh year for for business, but. On the on the bright side, I believe 2023 we will see some recovery because this change of mindset will allow for more profitable companies. We will get rid of these kind of companies that they were very far from profitability, and also there will not be money for everybody. Right now, we have kind of like suffered the democratization of entrepreneurship, in which there's been pretty much money for every project. If you are persistent enough, even though your project sucked you could raise money from an investor somewhere. This is going to change and we'll have fewer tourist entrepreneurs. The same way we'll have fewer uh, tourist business angels or tourist VCs because some of them have to be uh, have to be ver- suffering a lot from, you know, not being able to return the money to LPs uh, to uh, or uh, angel investors not seeing any returns for many, many years. Maybe they, they, they decide to stop investing and likewise, we'll see fewer entrepreneurs looking to raise funds because it's not as easy anymore. So maybe they will just try something else, but they maybe they will bootstrap the shit out of their projects, or maybe they will just seek for, you know, more stability in a corporate environment or just a more stable job somewhere else, but definitely not being the founder of something. About 2023, we're venturing now into um, a new year in which you can expect several things. Um, on the one hand, let's just start with this podcast. It's been a it's been a good year overall. We have grown not as much as I would have loved to, and in comparison to other podcasts, maybe we haven't grown that much. In part, it's because we haven't been as regular as I wanted. I wanted to set uh, to to ship an episode every week, but I haven't been able to. We've been picking up work. Um, I'm the only person doing marketing in the company, to be honest. So as a CEO, it's hard to balance the things between sales strategy, hiring, project management, because I'm, I'm I'm dealing with the biggest project of the company and other 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 parts of the company that need to 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 be taken care of. And therefore, sometimes I haven't been able to 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 schedule somebody. We've had several cancellations, last minute cancellations, and then you know, all the personal things that didn't allow me to to send a podcast every week. But on the overall, I'm pretty happy with the performance. We will see some improvements for next year. Why? Because we've seen that these solo episodes tend to perform very well. Not saying that these will be the general tonic of the podcast from now on, but definitely I will explore this more. We will see also more involvement from my partners, which is something I said last year, didn't happen, but this year we have established it as a goal of the company. At least once per month, we're going to have an episode about Marspace with my co-founders. So that's definitely an improvement because we want to have other voices of the company, not only co-founders, but also later the head of people will be talking. We'll have more technological discussions with the team and maybe some of our freelancers will join, the people, our volunteers and team members at Startup Grind. We will see. This is something that's still in the works, but I'm definitely excited to be talking more to friends. Also, you have seen that there had been a shift in the and in the general tone of the episodes in which we are not doing the the general interviews anymore. 
It's more like a lively discussion, organic, casual, free-flowing conversation with our uh, with our guests because we were kind of like overlapping with our events at Starbright. So I'm not doing founder stories here. We are more opinionated here. So as I said, like whereas in Starbright is a more uh, interviewer guest relationship conversation going on where I take a more distant approach. I don't talk about Marsways very often there unless it's strictly necessary. And I just bounce off questions to the guest and try to get um, their story and talk about a certain topic. Here, I'm trying to confront situations and saying, look, at Marsways we do it like this. So if you were talking async work with Amir from Doist, we'll be comparing how we do it at Marsways and how they do it at Twist and Twist, or if we're talking about you know um, investing with another business angel, I will be sharing my experience, and and we'll be having a two-sided conversation or three-sided because we have also seen some some panels, we've seen some discussions with more than one person. So you know, all in all, we like to mix it a lot. We have seen that interestingly enough podcast episodes with lesser known people perform as well or if not better than with superstars, right? Of course, we will always have um, the CEOs of certain well-known companies like we had Sketch, for instance, last year, but we will also have people who are not well-known and 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 surprisingly, their podcast episodes turn out to be like really, really good. Like a good example of this is when on the Spanish feed of Life on Mars, I interviewed my good friend Laura Gascon about her sale of DPL, a former client of ours, to Job and Talent. And that was a, a company sale that didn't go very well. And she explains everything about that transaction. She explains about everything that went wrong. And that podcast, even though she's not well known in the startup industry or or known at all, that performs five times better than the other episodes. There's something crazy. So we want to have more like this. We want to have really good stories, not focusing so much on the names, but of course, we'll also be increasing the cachet of the people. And so we'll be bringing bigger names as well because it's about fucking time that we bring somebody from Basecamp. It's about fucking time we bring the founders of, you know, fucking Stripe or things like that or Shopify. We are thinking big. We are gaining name and brand. So therefore, we want to have even bigger traction with bigger names, right? So that's for the podcast. What else can you expect from, from the new year? For Startup Grind, for instance, we were completely excited and ecstatic about being able to book again one year at once uh, for our events and being able to schedule events in advance. Because last year, if you remember correctly, we were dropped from Movistar Center because they changed the policies. They didn't allow for um, paid events anymore. So they had to look for another home for our events. And we switched to Talent Garden, which is a really cool venue where we have been very happy for several months. But overnight, they changed the policies and they tripled their price. And so we will not be able to continue there. Um, um, that was really not a nice move. Uh, because they 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 send it the uh, even though we we had agreed that we would just continue for one more more year, and with the same conditions they decided to change it. So we're looking for a new home, and we'll have to see where we are conducting in our, our events uh, this year. But we are working around the clock to find a new venue for the event. So 
not able to disclose a lot, not, unfortunately, everything that I could say here or everything we had planned for is not going to happen, at least in the short term, because we don't know what's going to happen. We don't know uh, whether we will be able to do the events or not uh, right from these from this very month. But anyways, for the company, as for Marsbase, some exciting developments, um, new website coming at the end of the month. We will also be shaking up a little bit our tech stack because we want to revisit and reevaluate our tech stack and see if it makes sense anymore to be working with certain technologies. We have been changing it throughout the years, not very often, but for instance, in 2016, uh, we adopted Node.js. In 2017, we adopted it as a first-class citizen, both Node.js and React. We have been doing Vue for the last two years. We have also experience with the with uh, React Native in the last three, four years. So um, even though we started with only um, Angular and Ruby on Rails at the very beginning in 2014, maybe we want to explore other technologies. Maybe it makes sense to explore Python because it's a backend language that's not very far from Ruby. And also, you know, with the with the rise of um, artificial intelligence, machine learning, big data, and whatnot, maybe it makes sense to explore this kind of tech stack and uh, include Django in our tool belt. And I, you know, it just it's a, a derivative of this is that we'll we'll also be exploring artificial intelligence because, as opposed to other bluffs in the industry like nfts and blockchain and and cryptos and other technologies that didn't really go anywhere with uh, tangible use cases we think that artificial intelligence has an immediate action and an immediate effect in most companies we work for if not all of them and that in a year or two most companies in the technological space will have integrated to a certain extent artificial intelligence right so we want to explore it. We don't know what that means. It doesn't mean that we'll be building a product. It doesn't mean that we'll be integrating products right away with our clients. We're just tinkering with certain uh, with certain technologies like Valley, like Stable Diffusion, like MidJourney, and things like that to see what kind of applications, what kind of um, you know benefits we could bring to our clients' projects using artificial intelligence to boost their performance and to, or their competitive advantage, right? So this is probably one of the coolest things that we want to explore uh, throughout the year 2023. This is something that will have also a positive effect in the company because obviously, you know, it's it's cool. It, it just brings more excitement to the team. And also this is the year that we'll be going to Formentera for our company retreat. We just voted it. In our Christmas Martian Day, we had an amazing Martian Day a couple weeks ago. With our not only with all of our team for the first time in the company, we have invited also the Starbright people and all the freelancers and contractors that work for us. So we had overall thirty people in our company dinner. We hit the karaoke as well. We had a very very good time together, and and we had voted. We voted for the next destination of our company retreat, which is going to happen sometime around May this year. So we'll be going to the to the beautiful island of Formentera. And so, you know, uh, we're also hiring. So if you are interested in coming to this amazing retreat and joining this great company that is Mars-based, 
I think that it's a great time to send your application, send your CV. There's a smartmarspace.com slash jobs. There are a few openings. Even if you don't see the your role, send an email to hola at marspace.com or, or to me, alex at marspace.com, because we're always interested in meeting new talent. And there's one kind of role that's still not on the website, because traditionally we only hire engineers, as you, as you know, so we've we've hired Ruby and Rails developers or uh, full stack developers, JavaScript developers, but we'll be opening a position for a growth person, for a marketer, person of content, mostly to help me to maybe co-host this podcast, if possible, but also you know doing more work on the company blog, on the company website um, content, or rewriting the handbook repurposing all the kinds of content that we've got, the newsletters, and and improving the performance of all of our marketing channels and projects because they are somehow still floating around, orbiting around the company, but they are not very well interconnected and we could be doing more with all of them. So if you know somebody in the growth space specializing in content and an interest, and bilingual, of course, an interest in podcasting, that sounds like the perfect person that we are looking for. So send them our way. And I think that's pretty much from me today. Uh, Of course, eternally grateful for your support, all your love uh, showing on social media, sharing the the podcast episode, sharing on LinkedIn, how much you love the podcast. We just, I just, Woke up to a very nice message this this morning from Vicente uh, sharing his two favorite podcasts, and one of them happens to be Life on Mars. So if you're one of these persons, share it on social media, send it to friends, and of course, do all the things that your favorite podcasting platform allows you to to do to show love to the podcast that, that you love, which are usually subscribing or liking or reviewing, giving stars. Um, I don't know. Um, Also, we've got a YouTube channel. uh, So subscribe to the YouTube channel because we'll be doing more and more episodes. Maybe we start streaming this year. Maybe we have some live interviews and Ask Me Anything or Q&As with other people. So that's something that we want to explore for this year. And I don't know. I think I'm disclosing too much. We're really excited for this year. We're really excited to be enjoying it with you as well. Looking forward to keeping your company this year in 2023. So thank you very much. Leave us a review, like, or subscribe to this podcast and share it with friends. And without further ado, I think it's time to wrap it up and see you on the next episode. Bye.